Welcome to where the weird ones are. Every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. Powerful figures in Hollywood as well as powerful politicians or in fact not human. Are they reptiles or they're lizards or perhaps extraterrestrials? Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Let's get weird. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Where the Weird Ones Are. My name is Kevin. My co-host is my sister, Tanya. Um... She doesn't talk too much. She is uh, mute, um, so don't mind her. But, Tanya, if you'd like to try to say hi. Nope, she told you she's mute. Fuck off, first of all. Second of all, I was getting my kitty ready because she's on my lap, so I wanted to show everybody my kitty. Her name is Phoebe. She is my soulmate. She looks very happy. Fuck that bitch. I'm just kidding. Oh, my poor sweet. Cover those ears. Yeah, she didn't hear that. You're so rude. <laughs> so we have a special guest today um, on the podcast. Uh, her name's Christina. She's at which uh, well, she's at but uh, witchy paranormal on Instagram. Uh, she came on the podcast today uh, to try and utilize her clairvoyancy with um, Ron, where he's telling a story about Indiana State Sanitarium. I almost said penitentiary for some fucking reason um you got it though you got it yeah so (laughs) she came to test test that out where because ron and i heard voices in the last episode that he was on so that's why she's here uh christina would you like to say hi (laughs) hi thanks for having me it's been fun lovely to talk to you last time i was so excited it was awesome I was so excited when you asked again. I was like, heck yeah, let's do this. <laughs> another two, another two hour talk. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Cause I like because so when I asked you about your U- UFO thing, you just like you gave me this whole rundown, this whole story, and I loved it. You're so like detail oriented with everything and it just conversations with you just is was fun. Thank you. Yeah, no, I was really excited. I really enjoyed our last podcast and I I couldn't believe that we had talked for two hours. And, you know, like when my, when Jordan was asking me today, like, oh, you know, how long does this go to? I was like, I don't really know. The last time we went for two hours, I go, you know, when you get on these topics, they just, you really, you want to share, you know, you want to share your experience. And it was so exciting to hear about what Ron has experienced with his dreams and because I, I did I took a listen to when you had told me about the the voices I was listening to the podcast and it did I had to do like a double take and I was like oh man like I was like this they really did catch something on here and 
I was really excited to hear about it. So thank you. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there was something else I was going to say, and I forget. Um, Tonya, do you want to do your um, funky little intro? Like, do you want to say, hey, um, I like chocolate. I do like chocolate, but Phoebe wrote my funky little intro, and I'm going to show her again because she's so happy to be here with me. Did you and say you Phoebe? By the look on her face. Phoebe, yes. Well, the so the people that listen to the audio aren't going to see your cat. That's okay. They can imagine her. She's a calico cat. She's white with um, like gray and ginger. Okay. One eye is gray. One eye is I'm describing so they can picture her in their mind. And I said, okay, geez. Why are you attacking me today? Because you're insulting my soulmate. All right. So anyways, guys, um, if you are interested to come on the podcast and tell your story, you can email me at where the weird ones are at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram where underscore the weird ones are. Uh, for some reason, somebody already has where the weird ones are as a name, which I'm kind of upset about. What on the Instagram, fuck? Which is why Seriously? I had to do the underscore. I was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Yeah, right. Assholes. But. So I have more people listening to the audios than I do on watching the video on YouTube. Um, I have gained uh, quite a bit of following and I hope that I continue to make good content for everybody to listen to. So, um, which is why I asked Christina to come on today just to provide more of like another aspect because I'm not clairvoyant. I'm not a medium. My sister's not clairvoyant. She's also not a medium. We don't see <laughs> nope. auras. We don't see chakras. Um, we don't see spirits. Um, I mean, we both have had experiences, but other than that, like that's where Christina comes in. So yeah, that was, you know something? I don't always get pick up on people's auras, but like the whole time that we were talking with Ron, I mean, there was just, energy all around him like just moving all around like, and that's kind of what it was looking like was just like all around him and it was just like blues and purples and so what's so interesting is you know you talking about your reiki healing and how like you have to focus more on that part like your aura doesn't have as much purple and it's because that area is dim for you and so yeah. it just was very interesting to see like there was just so much energy around Ron and I, I do think that's a big element as to why he's experiencing what he's experiencing yeah. with the Indiana Santorium. Yeah, I I one hundred percent agree. So my sister has um a game she would like to play with us. Um, also before we get into this game, um, if you want to, you can follow my sister on Instagram at t sapiel. That it's true s-a-p-i-e-l and you can see pictures of phoebe on there if you're only listening to the podcast and you can also see pictures of my other kitties yes she is a cat woman i'm um, not she I actually, lives in no. a big black house um that you can <laughs> see in the adams family movies and every room <laughs> is covered with cats That's not true i actually don't like cats very much at all um she's lying no it's a she's long lying. story it's a long story whatever she says it's not true them, it's not, no you're lying. all right let's play this game bro 
Okay, so last time when we um, in the, kind of talked briefly a little bit about the Mandela effect and you had mentioned like the Britney Spears Mandela effect. So I thought it would be fun to play a game where I'm just gonna sh quiz you on different like Mandela effects in pop culture and see how you remember it. And if you remember it, I guess correctly. And then if, I guess to see if you're a victim of the Mandela effect. So I know I need to share sound too. So I started off um, with an easy one, or I guess not really an easy one, but um, like a more popular one. So the first one is the famous line from Star Wars, blank, I am your father. Luke. It's Luke. But I, I know that there is a... There's a Mandela effect that's like. Look. Uh, no, it's like, yes, I am your father. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you what you're so, I have heard that. So close. Okay, so I'm going to play a clip from it for you guys. Quite possibly. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. Oh, shit. Yeah. I am. No. No. It's not true. That's impossible. So he says, no, I am your father. Um, but I've never. I always never put my voice to the fan and went, Luke, I am your father. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I never, I've never seen the movie, but I've always heard it quoted as Luke, I am your father. Yeah, so. I've seen it. I always thought it was Luke, but I've recently, I, I am someone who loves Mandela effects. Um, and I do. I know that this was one of them, so they can say what they want. I still think it's <laughs> yeah, that, that's how I feel about a couple of the ones on here that you can say whatever you want, but I know what it's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the next one, maybe there we go. Okay. So this one is a pretty popular one too. So magic Snow mirror. Oh yeah, magic mirror, and I remember it being mirror, mirror. But yeah, yeah. I remember yes, it being magic mirror, mirror, mirror as on well. The wall. Mm -hmm. You are right, yep. Kevin. I just watched this one. Yeah, okay, so I also remember it being mirror, mirror. So I'll play the clip for you guys real quick. What, what wouldst thou know, my queen? Magic mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest one of all? Whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> she it's... said mirror mirror when I was a kid. She did. My biggest I... thing, my biggest thing, and the reason why I don't I feel that they are the way that we remember them, besides the fact that like I do believe that you know we could be jumping timelines. I know that's a whole concept, but besides yeah. that, there's no more like you know, some people have VHSs, but a lot of us don't have our old VHSs anymore. They could be changing these on disney plus and all these other like they changed the lilo and stitch um it used to be a pizza box or it used to be a wash machine that like she would jump into the hide and they changed it to a pizza box 
because kids were hiding in the wash machines. And that was something that happened when it got added to Disney Plus. Yep. I, I so, know what you're talking about. I heard that. I yeah. do believe that they could they could have altered mm-hmm. these to make me to to and so like no, but like who has a VHS just running like laying around for us to check this? I do. You have one? <laughs> I I I don't know which ones that I have, but I have a plethora of VHS Disney movies. But oh, do man. you have a VCR? I yeah, do have oh, a VCR. Oh, Tanya, there you go. Oh. Do you have a VCR? <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have to see if you have Snow White. And I, then see I obtained says. these VHS tapes and this VCR from Uncle Keith. Oh, I don't think Uncle Keith would have had Snow White, but I, I remember I was so into I, Disney princesses I when it, I was a kid. Right. I, I think he did. I think he does. I think there is... You'll have to check because I, I like I used to watch these movies over and over. I very distinctly remember her in the same voice saying "mirror, mirror," right. and I that's agree. how everybody remembers it. I agree with you, Tanya. All right, so let's do the next one. Hey, excuse you for back of all. magic mirror, magic mirror. <laughs> I guess we're gonna listen to it again because I can't Ooh, remember. Really fucking talk to you. <laughs> Bitch. Don't play it again. Okay, hold on. Oh my god. <laughs> Who is the fairest? This is gonna turn into three hours. <laughs> I'm not very tech savvy, my apologies. Apparently. Neither am I though. So well how the fuck I won't do I hold it okay. against you. Okay, so another Disney one. Who dots the eye? Well, so it's no because she Tinkerbell dots it at in the on the Disney Channel. She didn't do it on the movies. Okay, so for this one, people are saying that they remember this logo Mm and at the beginning of all the movies, and but the way that they remember it is different. Like some people say they remember her coming from the side of the screen and. Um, waving her wand yeah, and dotting she, the eye and yeah, she does the eye and then does this the the line over the building over the castle but was that but was that disney channel i'm pretty sure it was on disney channel it wasn't on the movies Here, i remember is there a video for this there is yeah um i remember this line going over and mm-hmm. i remember but i don't remember i don't think i remember tinkerbell being in there I don't remember. I remember her coming out and waving her wand and then the little rainbow goes over the castle. I don't remember her dotting the eye, but yeah. um, I don't we can... I don't ever remember her dotting the eye at all. But, I remember it that way. Yeah, me too. Oh, I don't remember it that way. I remember oh. her waving her wand and then the I don't remember her dotting the eye, but I remember her making that little rainbow happen. Well, yeah. yeah I remember I, it, what you're talking about, but yeah. I don't think it was the movies. Right. That's what I'm saying. I think it it was on the it was on the chan- Disney Channel before like during like shows and shit. Oh, I don't no, remember I re- it I... that way. I remember this I remember it being the screen that that it happened on, but I guess I could be like converging different memories together. 
Maybe. No, but I mean, this is this is the whole thing of the Mandela effect. There's right. people believe that are remembering things differently. So you could be remembering it. We just don't remember it that way. Right. And I mean, that's where people are like, oh, well, you know, I'm not from that. I'm not from the same timeline as you. But I'm like, at this point, it's like, I feel like there's so many timelines have been broken. Yeah, um, for a couple of these, actually, there people remember them in several different ways, too. So there are several different ways that a bunch of people are remembering them. So um, let's try the next one. Okay, so the famous line from Forrest Gump, Mama always said life blank like a box of chocolates. Mama always said life was like a box of chocolates. Was? Mama always said life is like life is. Mama, it is? Is it is? I'm trying Mom always I've always said it as like is. Like a box of chocolates. Maybe it is is. Hey, real quick. Yeah. Before you move on. Sure. What the fuck? I just had it. God damn it. Is it the sound? Okay, I don't remember. There it that. is. I don't remember that at all. That's not I don't that one. You don't remember. I do remember her doing something, but I always thought it was on the Disney Channel. Hmm. Weird. Anyways, um, what anyways. is the answer? <sighs> Having tech issues. My apologies. Hello. My name's Forrest. Forrest Gump. chocolate <laughs> I could eat about a million and a half of these my mom always said life was like a box oh of he does say was it says was <laughs> yeah you never know what you're gonna get you never know what you're gonna get <laughs> Lieutenant Diane ice cream <laughs> Lieutenant Dan you ain't got no legs <laughs> 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 that's funny but i i remember it as is too a lot of people remember it as is yeah like, i've been saying like is my whole life yeah a lot of people have i don't i don't remember him saying was because that doesn't make as much sense life is a continuous thing life is still happening life isn't yeah. over right 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 but he says was okay so this one what did Tom Cruise wear in the risky business dance scene? Okay, it was a uh, long underwear, socks, sunglasses, down, some boxers, and some socks. Yeah, socks, underwear, uh, whitey tighties. Was it white? I thought it was white boxers. No, it was or whitey tighties because like it was the eighties. <laughs> um, the white button up shirt and glass sunglasses. Sunglasses, yes. Yeah. Okay, so he's wearing sunglasses, a white button up. Whitey tighties and socks. Correct. Okay. Where are those glasses? He definitely had glasses. <laughs> yeah. Where the fuck are the sunglasses? And his shirt is pink. I don't know if you noticed that, but it's not white. It looks white. Nope, you're right. So, huh. um, 
Yeah. So a lot of people remember him wearing sunglasses and I, w I wanted to do like the whole clip of him dancing because it's a really short clip, but I didn't, you know, know about copyright or whatever, because, you know, it's possible at some point during the dance, he puts on glasses, but I can assure you he doesn't. Um, but people are saying like they remember that his shirt was like short enough that you could see his underwear sticking out the bottom and you can see here that it's long enough that it's not. Yeah. Well, when he um, dances, you can see it yeah there's there's one part where he like you know he kicks his legs and then he like he's on the couch and he's kicking his legs up and you can see his underwear but they're not like very prominent throughout the entire dance yeah um so yeah but no sunglasses but i thought i remembered him wearing sunglasses too yeah. and he's wearing a pale pink button up instead of the white one that a bunch of people remember it looked more like pinstripes pink pinstripes yeah, it's kind of hard to tell in the clip. It's not like the best quality and the lighting's not very good in this scene too. So I think that might have contributed to people confusing the color of his shirt. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's there's no explanation for the glasses. <clears throat> All right. So this is the last one. Finish this lyric from This is the song show. that never ends. Okay. This so is yeah. The song that never ends. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I used to okay. watch this show every single day. So I did I. Yeah. Well, I know. You were fucking right there yeah, with me we, eating we were cereal. It together. <laughs> All right. Let's see. This is the song that doesn't end. What the yes, fuck? it goes on and on, my That's friend. Not accurate. Some people nope. started singing it, not knowing what it was. And they'll continue singing it forever just because this is the song that doesn't end. Yes, it goes on. This is the song that never ends. I know. I was not okay after hearing this. Um, I heard it the other day. Somebody had made like a Facebook reel uh, playing this song just to be an asshole and get the song stuck in your head. Uh -huh. And um, yeah, I heard them say doesn't end. And I was like, that that can't be right. It's never no, ends. It's, it's definitely a song that never, never ends. ends. I don't know yes. who's trying to, to forge that one. <laughs> I but, tried uh... I tried to find Never Ends and it, every video that I could find was, oh, and it's even titled the song that doesn't end. Oh my God. I was not okay. And it was really fun to watch both of your reactions when they said that. <laughs> yeah, no, there was just no way. That was not the right answer. I don't care what anyone has to try and tell me. <laughs> that is not right. Nope. <laughs> that nope. was changed. Yeah. That was very strange. Yes, that, there was no way. Send that back to the other dimension yeah. it came from. Right? It's not correct. I don't know about that one. That one was <laughs> wild. I can't even. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't okay after that one. I, I I looked for a little bit. And then I even asked mom, like, do you remember that show Lamb Chop that we used to watch? Do you remember the song? And she was like, yeah, it's the song that never ends, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you would think. <laughs> <laughs> You, you would think that's what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, you would know that's what it is. I used to watch that show all the time. It's definitely yeah. the song yeah. that never ends. Every morning. Yeah. I don't know who's trying to play that one. That one is. Yeah. Mm. That's not cool. Not cool. All right, that was guys. Fun. 
that was fun that was thank you tanya that was very fun i enjoyed it very well put together too tanya i commend you for that oh thanks yeah she did that and the timestamps late yes. last night yeah well the timestamps took time that took like five minutes <laughs> <laughs> what it was an hour and a half fucking episode no, no. Uh, the time stance, she said it took a while, but her presentation took Oh, oh. <laughs> well, I'm retarded. So. <laughs> this is true. Like, not in the handicap way. Like, I'm just like, no, no brain. We're man. all a little, I, I always say, like, my boyfriend, I always say, we're all, we're both a little autistic. Just, we both have a little, <laughs> we're a little bit on the spectrum. Yeah. I'm stupid, but I'm not dumb. Or I'm dumb, but I'm not stupid. Whatever. <laughs> Point proof. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I hope you enjoy the show today. Um, we have Ron uh, at Grave Evidence on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, he comes and tells a little bit more of his story. Um, we get to um, witness Christina um, realize some things for him. Let's see his aura. Um, my sister, um, gave us a really fun game to play for this intro. And I believe it's probably another long intro, but I'm okay with it. As long as you guys are okay with it, I don't care. Um, so thank you, Christina, for coming and, um, thank you. Helping us question Ron a little bit. Oh yeah. yeah. Thank you. Super fun. Loved it. We'll do it again. They're coming to get you, Barbara. You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Where the Weird Ones Are. I'm Kevin. You know Tanya. Um, today, I have a special guest. Uh, her name's Christina. She goes by Witchy Paranormal on Instagram, on TikTok, and other things, I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> she's a lovely person. We had a great chat last time she was on. Uh, she's basically here to try and put her clairvoyance to a to the test um if you guys listen to episode 11 with ron um we heard uh we had some voice feedback where <clears throat> uh his volume was a little loud so my voice was coming through but at the same time when my voice was coming through it was changing and they were saying different sentences than what i was saying so i asked um ron to come back on and i invited christina hopefully to like i said put her clairvoyance to the test so christina how are you doing doing well kevin how are you thanks for having I, me again it's <laughs> lovely to see you so um i'm good tanya how are you i am doing great 
All right. So um, I invited Ron back on. He has. <laughs> Don't worry. We love we love our fur babies, right? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So every once in a while, um, you'll hear our, hear my dog's nails just go across the floor. Um, but anyways, I, wish I mine that quiet. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have anything to bark at, and nobody visits me. I'm a very lonely person. I'm a very lonely person. <laughs> These guys don't have anything to bark at either. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe you do got spirits back there. Yeah, keep eye in the back. Got to watch. Yeah. No, I, I don't think that, I don't think I got problems with spirits. <laughs> so one of the one of the reasons why I asked Ron back on was so he uh, got into a story about uh, some dreams that he was having um, on episode eleven. Um, but apparently he was leaving some things out and he spoke with a medium and things seemed to be that the spirits want him might maybe want him to tell the whole story. So we're going to get into that a little bit, but um, just be, if you're listening to this, just be vigilant um, if you can. And maybe you might hear voices. So anyways, Ron, how are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Good, good. Thank good. you. And you? Um, fantastic. I just got home from the gym. Nice, fresh shower. I feel great. So yeah. Yeah. And I'm excited to talk with you guys. So six foot above. So I guess that's better than the alternative. You aren't wrong, my friend. You are not wrong. So, not not all of us uh, get folded by a shed and have a near death experience. So, right, right, right. So, how are you? <laughs> yeah, it was a big old garage, but that's oh, it was a garage. That's right. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm telling the story wrong. <laughs> it was a garage. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. It was a bigger building. Yeah. <laughs> right. right now, uh, Christina, I I um I listened to um our episode um a couple times now. And I just wanted, before I get into the story with Ron, I wanted to ask you about the UFO you saw in Yellowstone, because for whatever reason, I listened to you say it, and I never asked you any questions about it. Oh, yeah. I, I swear by this. Like, that was, the, it's probably the most insane thing that I saw like, with my own eyes. Uh, during the pandemic, my ex-boyfriend and I, we really needed to get away from, like, the internet and I just was really frustrated with my Etsy. It was like in its first year. And so in uh, August of 2020, we did a 16 day road trip through Colorado and Wyoming and Yellowstone. And we wow. did a very a bunch of things, but we did spend like six days going through all of Yellowstone, starting from the bottom to the Grand Tetons and then went west, north and ended up oh, on gosh. the east side by Cody, Wyoming. And that was an interesting area. Some, you know, when we were on the south side, we were able to find like tent camping, no problem. We were in a car, we had all of our stuff. We were, you know, camping over fires. 
the second night when we were on the west in uh, West Montana, we couldn't get a single camping spot. We had to actually get a hotel, which wasn't so bad because we were able to, you know, shower and have like, you know, we've been on living life like just, you know, in the springs and just being that way. But um, we we finally get to the east side and we find a campsite called Rex Hale and there was no one there. There was really like, I think there was like two other groups on their side. It was very clean. And, but we were in this Canyon, like we were just right on the outskirts and like, all right, let's go. And so it's very quiet. We set up, you know, our, our tent, we cook dinner for the night and we just sit outside watching the stars the whole night. Like, I mean, I laid on, we were just on our picnic table, like laying on top of it, music going from like, 9 p.m. till like two in the morning because it just it was just beautiful you really it went from like this many stars to the whole sky was stars and so around I don't know I want to say it was probably like 11 30 12 we were moving around we were having some like little desserts that we had and I get back to like laying down and I just tell you, I'm like, oh my gosh, like it just is so pretty out here. I can't believe it. And all of a sudden I just see it just this thing just go completely across. Like, I mean, you know, there's nothing else moving in the sky. So when you see something just shoot so fast, that is just, it was huge. It was just like this big thing in the sky. And I'm looking at, I'm looking at him and I was like, you saw, and he's like, I saw that. I was like, you you saw that he goes yeah that was a that was something really big that I don't know what that was and I was like that was that was a UFO I was like there's just no way and I mean I replayed it in my head for like the next that was the whole reason why we were up till two in the morning was because around that time we're now staring at the sky because I was like you just you just like it just you've been staring at the sky this whole time just enjoying and vibing and talking and you know you're just watching the sky expand with stars and all of a sudden you see like this big ship just i mean like it was it was so fast like it it couldn't wow. have been a plane because it was just so fast right and it was it was amazing it was just i can't even explain it like to this day it was just i've never in florida there's just so many there's so many city lights you don't see the stars that way you've got to really go out into the wild and where i live that's just not what you see Mhm. That's that's super interesting. That's cool. Yeah. I I had never experienced any UFO or uh, alien thing, so that's kind of like um. I don't know much about it. I only know of stories and stuff like that. So yeah. just to listen, li- just listening to somebody um, who has has those experiences, it's so intriguing. I, you know, like, I never thought that I'd ever have one. I was the same way. I always heard it was, you know, like all my friends on the West Coast. Oh, you know, it's very common over here, you know, right. it's common out here in Nevada. It's com- like I'm going to, um, I'm going to be on a five day bachelorette party in Sedona, Arizona in February. And we're going to be doing some hikes. And I, nice. I hear that that area is because of the, just the way the layouts of the rocks are they say it's very mystical and that mm-hmm. you see things out there so i am excited to go back out west because i i do hear like 
most of those stories, you, you know, they all come from the other side. And so, yeah. I, I mean, if I, you know, I had never dated anyone like my ex um, and I never went camping. I never grew up that way. So while I was with him, we did a lot of that. You know, we did yeah. one New Year's, we went to Ginny Springs and just, I just wanted to be away. I didn't want to go to a bar. I didn't want to do anything like that. I just wanted to be camping. And so when you start doing that, you really do start to enjoy the wonders that you probably would never think that you would see, but think that's the whole thing. You've never done it before. I never imagined in my life that I'd have a story like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love being outside period. Um, I just like connecting with, with mother really yeah. um, just being out. Uh, I like the, I like doing the campfires. Uh, my kids enjoy it and it's, it's no, it's nothing like it. And just the, the views too, along with it is so pretty to me. Yeah. You know, I, I like, I like being in the woods more than I like being in the city. I don't mind like going out to a bar or something every once in a while, but like, that's like, I would be most likely in the woods. That's where I, I'd rather be. Yeah. And I prefer to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I really do enjoy being out in nature like I like going fossil hunting we have a place in Florida called Peace River yeah really love it for fossil hunting I found like a full like mare's like a, a leg bone like of a horse in the wall and tons of shark teeth tons of vertebrae um when we were on that trip we went to Thermopolis uh Wyoming did mm -hmm. an active dinosaur dig like they had an active uh, site going with dinosaur bones. So I love that stuff. It goes into like the whole loving of like crystals and minerals and all those things. I, I really do enjoy what comes from the earth. So. That's, that's lovely. Lovely. So Ron, um, if you want, we can get into uh, your thing uh, with your dreams. You want to start right in with the dreams or? I, it really matters not to me. I mean, however you want to go go about it. I mean, because right. it seemed to, I, I think it was when it actually started when I was talking about uh, Doris. Yeah. All and, right. So, um, so we'll just, just do like a quick recap of uh, the door incident with the door and then you leave and then you start experiencing these dreams. Christina, also, if you have any questions for him, don't hesitate to ask. Okay, cool. Okay. Well, I mean, the whole place was active. It didn't matter where I went in that place. Everywhere I went, all night long, I was live on TikTok, and every time my live would mess up, something would happen. And, I mean, it was just insane, completely insane all night long. Um, well, as far as the door goes, we had, uh, in the superintendent's home, we went in went in there. I met up with POV. We were collaborating and went into superintendent's home. And it was the first time I'd ever investigated with them. As we go in, you know, we walk through the kitchen into like a dining room. And it's, there's these two great big uh, wood doors with glass panes, six by six or eight by eight panes, whatever they are. And one of them is open and it's been open for years. I mean, this place closed in, I think, 1987. So there's nobody's been in that house. 
Destination Fear had had uh, investigated it, and I think two other two other people investigated it before us. So we were like, you know, fresh in the, into that that complex or that on that property, even mm -hmm. investigating it. Well, as I walked in, the one door was open, and I grabbed that door and I moved it just a little bit. Well, like I said, it had been sitting for so long, it had a you know a sticky spot. You know, so it didn't shut easy, but I got it past that sticky spot, and I was, I said, well, that that'd be nice if I could get that door to, to move or you know get some kind of action out of that door. Well, in the meantime, Ernie from POV sets down a music box in that doorway, and this doorway, this double door, French doors that go into a screened-in porch going out of the house. He sets a music box down in the doorway. And he walks away and it wasn't, I don't know, not even a minute and a half. And that music box started going off and it's a motion activated music box. Well, there was nobody by that door. We're already over in the dining room looking at the rest of the house kind of. And Ernie, Ernie turns around and he asked that music box to shut off. And it didn't shut off. And Brian asked from POV, asked it to shut off. And it didn't shut off. Well, I asked it to shut off. And it shut off. I said, can you step away from that music box, please? And it did. Well, and I said, you know, of course, thank you. Trying to be respectful because I'm a firm believer in you give respect, you get respect. Right. So, not to cut you off real quick, though, we're did are you the only one that said please yes i was actually wondering the same thing kevin do you know that i was wondering the same thing <laughs> yeah i, was, I went well because he I was i'm thinking because i'm thinking like the politeness might have got you somewhere i think so too though so i had the same question i'm glad that you asked that <laughs> yeah well right. it's shut they you know it, the music box shuts off and of course, now they're they're live on. That's all right. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. It's totally fine. It really is. It's totally super fine. Well, they're live on TikTok as well, and I'm live. Well, my live is in and out. Of course, Indiana State Sanitarium, you can't get their cell service. The cell phones don't don't even work. So. Anyway, um, so my life's screwing up, and they're they're live, they're filming me. So I move over by the door, and I ask it, you know, Ben's, you showed me that. I said, can you do it again? Can you turn that music box back on? And the music box comes back on. And of course, I said, thank you again. You know, thank you for doing that. Appreciate you showing me that you're here. Well, after I said that, the door swings shut. Well, Ernie and Brian are over there freaking out about the door moving because, like I said, it was an old door and it had been in one position for a long time. So the hinges rusted pretty much. Once it went past that past that rusted spot, it moved kind of easy, but it's a heavy door, mm -hmm. you know. Well, they're, they're over there freaking out about it, saying, wow, I can't believe that just happened, whatever. And I says, well... Now that you showed me that or showed us that, I said, can you open that door back up for me? And no sooner than I said, can you open that door back up? 
that door swung open real hard and fast. Mm-hmm. It was weird because the way it the way it swung open, it swung open fast and then it stopped. There was a I don't know what it was. There was some kind of a box. It, it looked like a welder on the floor is what it looked like, but it wasn't a welder. Right? It was some kind of a electric box. I don't know what the hell it was for. But right before that door hit that, it stopped. So it was it was just odd. You know, and of course, I said thank you. And, you know, I appreciate you doing that, showing me that you're here. And, I mean, there's that door did that like five times as I asked it opened and closed. I couldn't get the music box to shut back off. It stayed. It stayed going, but the door was moving as I was asking it to. Yeah. Sorry about the dogs. Um okay, and I do have a still shot or a, a screenshot of the when I was standing by the door of the shadows and mists that are around me, I don't think I've got it posted on here, but I think I've got it posted on TikTok or not here, but I mean, uh, Instagram, right. but I think it's posted on TikTok. Okay. Um, there is a silhouette on my back, a female silhouette that you can clearly see on my back. And it's not a, you know, it's not pareidolia. It's not a trickery with lights. It is. She's actually facing the other way, but she is on my back from my neck down my back. Okay. Wow. Um, And this, like I said, this door did this like five times as I asked it to. We ended the night, not not to mention the screen door. Come on. Damn it. I'm sorry. No, you're you're fine. The screen door on the outside of that door that opened and closed. I had stepped out that door because I was showing people that there was a little bit of a breeze out there, but it wasn't strong enough to to close that door. Well, while I was standing out there on the outside of the screen door, the door that was opening started to shut. So I'm standing there asking it, well, what is, you know, do you not want me here or do you not, are you mad at me or something, you know? Mm -hmm. And as I'm standing there, that screen door in front of me shuts. So it was, it wasn't just one door. It was both doors, the screen door and the inside door. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was completely insane because I've never in my life seen anything like that. And if I wouldn't have seen it with my own eyes, I probably would have had doubts about it. Right, exactly. Mm. That's anything. That's wild. And there was, I mean, there was other things that went on that night. But as we ended that night, um, I was there with FC Paranormal, Rachel from FC Paranormal. And I was kind of a tag along with them to see if I fit into their group or whatever, I guess you would say. Um, she, She had went in went into the superintendent's home and went to that door and the door was open and she sat down right next to that door and asked that door to move and it wouldn't move you know and she actually was polite with it she asked it you know please you know if you move that door i'll leave you know and, and please would you move that door well it wouldn't move i was in the background and i said just move that one move that door one more time and i'll leave 
And no sooner than I said that, that door shut again. I said, that's it. I'm gone. I got up and left. I, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here. See you. Bye. Wow. Um, but after wow. I, that was when we ended the investigation is the reason why I brought that up. That right. was the investigation. That was like four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. And when we come home for two months after investigating there, I had dreams of that place. I seen that place when it was alive, when it was operating. I seen the just the horrific shit, excuse my French, but the horrific shit that the patients actually went through. The place was started out at a tuberculosis hospital. Then it was turned into a poor farm after as they found, you know, the cure for tuberculosis. So then they turned it into a poor farm. And of course, you know how a poor farm is. You know, at that at that time, back in 50s or 40s and 50s, even into the 60s, if a female said a crossword to her husband, her husband could take them to that poor farm and award them, make them a ward of the state, you know, to go in to be, you know, uh, I can't think of the word, committed and to never leave again. Right. Well, you know, and then it went from that to uh, a nursing home. They repurposed it for a nursing to a nursing home. Okay, and then they had a problem with. I live in live in north northwest Indiana. I'm up in the top left corner, and in Westville, Indiana, they had another insane asylum, which they housed the criminally insane at. Well. They had the building was dilapidated and they were going to close the building down due to various violations. So they had to take ship these guys somewhere. And that's where they ended up sending them was down to Indiana State Sanitarium. Okay. So they repurposed it again as being a care home and a asylum mm -hmm. or sanitarium, I guess you'd say, whichever. I mean, there is a difference, I guess. But so they housed both criminally insane all the way the fifth floor is criminally insane and it got lighter as it went down the floors you know first floor was or second floor was female you know and on and on but anyway i had dreams of that place i seen shit happen that this head nurse did there was a like i told you the story before of this young of doris woman sitting in the chair I seen him sitting in the chair. He's half emaciated and drugged out of his mind or something. He's half dead, honestly, because he's just laying there in the chair. And she's in there telling him to get up. I'm st I'm back like in a corner watching this happen in my dream. She's yelling at him to get get up and go to his room. And he's not doing it. He's just laying there. Well, she gets she grabs him by the ankle, drags him out of the chair drags him down the hallway, throws him in the room, shuts the door, locks the door, walks away snickering as she's straightening out her dress. Mm. And this woman, as I was shown, was had the, had the little nurse's hat, you know, all the way down to the name tag. I seen her name on the name tag. And mm -hmm. her name on the name tag was Doris. Okay, now there was no, there's no, as I was telling you, Kevin, there's no records to be found of 
violations or any kind on this on this place in public records. Right. They said that all the records are held on site. Well, it's a as I said before, it's a municipal owned or ran up the facility. And there should be there should be cabinets and cabinets of files. Exactly. You know, there's there's paperwork on paperwork, you know. Right. There's no reason for it not to be there. But anyway, um, I forgot. I lost my track of where I was going with that. Um, that was not the only thing that I seen. I with I seen uh, her signing like a daily checkoff, uh-huh. you know, a to do list or whatever. And I, it was like I was looking over her shoulder as she was writing her name. And her name was Doris, which it was the same woman. Okay. Now I had told. I had become part of it, FC Paranormal then because of the evidence that I got from right. Indiana State Sanitarium. They went ahead and brought me in. Well, um, I had told her about it, and she had made one more trip back to Indiana State Sanitarium in the meantime, and I, something had come up where I couldn't go. Well, I told her a, a lot of, of the dreams that I had. Okay, so that got her interested into looking not only just for activity or whatever or spirits or or answers but looking into the paperwork because like i said when when they closed that down in 1987 they moved the patients out shut the doors and locked them they never even they didn't take the belongings nothing when i was there in december of december 14th last year there was still clothes in the drawers in the rooms their personal effects were still in the rooms Mm. You know, and it was the whole place was that way. So she's looking through paperwork in the nurse's station and she finds a write-up for a CNA. And I don't know what the write-up all consisted of, but the head nurse that signed this write-up was her her name was Doris. And I had not wow. seen any of that paperwork. I had no idea that of this woman even existing other than in what I had in dreams. Right. Wow. And did you tell, uh, did you tell Rachel uh, the name before she went there? Yeah. That was why she was nosing through the paperwork, just to see if if she could come up with a a woman's name, Doris, being a head nurse. And what she actually did, she she has it on on video. Whether or not she's posted it on TikTok, I don't know. Okay. But but she does have it video proof of the woman's name. I know she sent me a picture of it anyway. Okay. Um, All right. So but, uh, I remember you saying that you witnessed um, in your dreams um, some rituals. There was, yes, there was many, many different. And it was weird the way over the two months that I was shown this, it was not in any kind of an order, you know, as far as a date goes or anything like that, it was like jumping around, you know, like we had talked, you, you said it was like Scrooge and the three spirits that visited him, you know, it was that, right. was that type of seeing it. And even though as bad as it actually was to see it, it, I felt safe because there was there, whatever spirit it was that was with me. I knew he was there. I couldn't tell you what his spatial features were because he was standing right next to me, but mm-hmm. I felt safe the whole time, regardless of what I was shown, which is 
you know, in, in a way that's disturbing in itself. Right. It was to me. <laughs> but there was, uh, there was actually uh, sacrifices, human sacrifice. There was animal sacrifice. There like was satanic? Of, yes, all yep. satanic. Okay. There was a lot of blood spilt on that property. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was horrible, the shit that I've seen. It, real bad. Do, do you, can you describe like the the setup of the ritual at all or do you can you recall that or did you like building, literally see it or the building that I, most of the, most of the most of the rituals that i've seen were in the nurse's dorm and oh, that building is, is no longer standing the foundation is there but uh -huh. the building's gone and to be honest with you there's i think 18 buildings on that property and when we were there, we were there from six o'clock at night till six o'clock in the morning, and we only seen seven. Wow. I didn't even know that that nurse's dorm existed right. until I started having the dreams of it. Okay. Well, then I got into other people. Other people started investigating there, and where they found these pictures, I really don't know. But that's something else I brought up to Rachel. I described the building with small windows and a bunch of them, like a three-story building, you know. And when that picture showed up, I sent that video to Rachel. And I said, right there's the building I was telling you about that the rituals took place in. And it was a, an actual big nurse's dorm. Um, they had the altar. They had the stone table. They had all of it in there. And... and yeah. It's, I'm not going to say, it's It's almost like you would have seen it in the way Hollywood glorified that kind of stuff, you know? Right. It wasn't the way Hollywood made it out to be as far as the rituals happening, you know? But there was, there was hooded people, half naked, walking around, the, you know, cutting chickens' heads off and doing all that nasty shit oh dumping the blood on people and stuff i mean it was it was horrible really bad but how wow. so when you would have the dreams of the rituals when you would wake up how'd you feel confused every time every time not just with the ritual dreams every yeah. dream i would have when I woke up, I would have to actually look around to make sure that I, where I was, uh -huh. because wow. I was so confused about the dreams were so real. I mean, they were so vivid. When I would open my eyes, I would set up and open my eyes and I'd have to look around the room to make sure that I was actually home and not there. Wow. That's so insane. That's mm. wild. It was, it was wild. It, and, and I never really understood what the whole point of the dreams were. Right. Because there was never really a point other than just it was horrific for the patients being there. You right. know, there wasn't, like I say, it, it wasn't in like a timeline. You know, it didn't play out like a story. It was this, this year, this year, 
you know, than, than, than this, if that makes sense, the way I'm trying to explain it. Right. No, it was all kind of all over the place is what you're saying. Right. It was, I jumped all over. I seen that place in 1960. I seen that place in 1977. I seen that place in 1971. All right. Uh, there was no rhyme or reason to the shit that I seen, <laughs> but that head nurse was there and she was part of the rituals. You know, there, as a matter of fact, I, I almost venture to say, because of the way I was, one dream that I was shown, she had a male son, a young male son, that she actually sacrificed. Oh, I've wow. seen him living in the, in the superintendent's home. She had something to do with the superintendent as well. I don't uh -huh. know exactly what, but she spent a lot of time in the superintendent's home. Now, I don't know, like I said, I don't know if she was actually married to the superintendent or or what the deal was, but there was a lot of freaky shit went on with that. Okay. You know? So And I seen the boy playing, playing outside in the swimming pool, which is no longer there. They filled it in. I don't know exactly why, other than there's, say, there's hearsay that one of the patients drowned in that swimming pool is mm -hmm. why they filled it in. But I seen him playing in that swimming pool, and I never really, never really put it together that that was actually what I what I was seeing him for, until afterwards, when I seen him actually being sacrificed in the house, the superintendent's house. Yes. Okay. On the, or, yeah, second floor, a third floor. Well, it would be it would be the third floor if you counted the basement because the basement was like uh almost level around. yeah you know yeah, yeah yeah so it wasn't really a basement it was just kind of half sunk right bottom, bottom level but the third floor and as a matter of fact when we went there and i seen the spot on the carpet but i never really paid attention to it of course of course i wouldn't wouldn't have paid attention to it because i didn't know about it until after i had the dream but where I had where I had seen that big stain in the carpet, which actually didn't look like blood, it just looked like you know somebody got something got spilled or somebody got sick or dumped paint or something. I don't know. Right. But where I'd seen that spot at on the carpet in the dream, that's where he was. That's where his throat was slit. Oh, wow. Now, how how valid that actually is, I do not know, because right. there is no. There is no paperwork anywhere on any of this. So in your dreams, did, um, th did it happen to show you what they did with the bodies after? No. No? Do no. you think Do you think they might have buried them on the property? I do. I honestly do. I, I know there's a mass grave on that property. Yeah. Um, because they're what I could, the best I could find, I spent like a week and a half trying to research this place before I went there because I don't like going in blind. Right. You know, I like to know a little bit about who I'm going to be talking to or trying to communicate with, you know, whether or not they were evil when they were alive, you know, because I, and I, this is kind of off the subject, but I believe if you're an asshole in life, you're an asshole in death. I do too. Yeah. I honestly yeah. do. And yeah. that, that right there explains a lot with what everybody says demonic right it's not demonic it's an asshole 
Right. right. 1000%. That's what we always say. Like what at our regular house in Fort Lauderdale that we go to the Camarati, the guy who's a nasty spirit, he was a nasty guy in life. Right. So you have to treat him like the asshole that he is. I walk up in there and I won't, you know, that was one that made me sick, Kevin. That was one yep. that I got, ended up throwing up. And yep. uh, every time I go in there now, I, I have a completely different attitude. I don't let him even try to manipulate me because that's at the end of the day he was an asshole in life he's gonna be an asshole here too and that day he was really he didn't want anyone in his house well that was too damn bad so right. <laughs> tanya yeah. real quick um so you got the headphones right in your ears i just wanted to ask you um if you're hearing anything um while ron was talking about his dreams um, I didn't actually not in real time. Um, but I did want to say that I went back and listened to the podcast from the last time that Ron was on. Okay. And I heard some things when he was talking about his dreams. So, um, and I actually put timestamps. So if anybody wants to go back Yay. and listen to it, I know. <laughs> Because I, I watched like the first half and there was some areas where I was like going back and forth and I was like, I don't know if this is feedback or if that was a voice, but I did right. watch about half of it. Yeah, there were, so throughout the whole thing, like I could hear voices, but it was hard to tell because like there was the feedback, but it didn't, the feedback didn't sound like Kevin. It didn't sound like it was saying what Kevin was saying. And I could also hear like some of the feedback sounded like a really low toned voice and some of it sounded like a higher pitched. Yep. And um, I couldn't make out any specific words. There were some places that I could make out specific words, but for the most part, it just kind of sounded like people in a, a crowded room talking over each other. Like I could hear what Kevin was saying and then I could hear the echo pretty well but then other than that the other voices just sounded like people in a crowded room talking and you couldn't really make out anything specific but um there there was one so at one hour six minutes and 28 seconds so ron has just finished saying that he had dreams about the sanitarium for two months after he did his investigation there so, and then Kevin begins talking and then behind Kevin, there's this, um, what sounded to me like a really playful giggling sound. Um, it sounded like a child giggling, but it didn't sound malicious to me. It sounded kind of like playful, like somebody had pulled a prank on, on him and got it over successfully and they were <laughs> happy about it. <laughs> um, and then at one hour, six minutes and 53 seconds, Ron is talking about another dream and he says that the nurse walked through him in a dream and then I heard what sounded like a female voice saying mm-hmm wow and yes so that was um that was all I heard um when he was talking about, about the dreams what but was that timestamp, Tanya that was one hour six minutes and 53 seconds in um so that was all I heard when he was talking about his dreams. But once you guys did start talking about like the, the door opening and everything, there was a lot of stuff going on. So um, the first thing was at 56 minutes and 47 seconds, 
Kevin is responding. I didn't write down what Ron had just said. He just said something, but Kevin is responding and he says, no way. And then in the feedback, I heard what sounded like a child's voice saying hi. Um, and then the voices, there were a bunch of like voices that started talking over Kevin at one hour, two minutes and 47 seconds. And they were kind of um, incoherent, um, but there was one really funny exchange. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at one hour, two minutes and 40 seconds, Kevin says the phrase insane asylum. And in the feedback, I could hear a voice go, dude, like not cool. You know what I mean? Like, it just oh sounded my like, God, what, really? like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Because um, it's a, a sanitarium, it's not an insane asylum. Yeah, yeah, and we're both are kind of like not really like politically correct anymore. So, right. but like it just it kind of it sounded to me like the, the voice is like like why like you're an ass, you know what I mean? Right. And then um, and then you so you said insane asylum or sanitarium or whatever you know what I mean. And then after you said I know what I mean, I heard the same voice, and it said either that's better or yeah whatever. I couldn't quite make out exactly what was was said but said either that's better or yeah whatever wow yeah and then um at one hour th and three minutes i heard like this like this deep voice making like weird groaning or grunting sounds um and it's the same voice that and we talked about this in was it lee that we talked about it with you said you I think it was Lee. We yeah, yeah. I to. mentioned I mentioned the voices with Lee. Yeah, and you said um, you you said one phrase specifically that I actually heard at one hour, three minutes, and fifteen seconds. When I was talking about the unexplained deaths and stuff. Yeah. Yep. So the same voice that's making the deep groaning and grunting noises says, "You should run," and it sounds like mechanical, like. Yeah, you know, that's the, like you would that's the one that I heard. Yeah. For sure. And it's really creepy because they do the inflection. The voice does the inflection on the, the run. So it sounds like a warning, like you should run. So it was really creepy. I heard it. Uh, what was that timestamp? That was one hour, three minutes and 15 seconds. There was another one right around that because I remember hearing that you should run. I didn't get no timestamp, but mm -hmm. we were talking about um doris i think i had just said something about uh, we were i think it was when i just said something about that was when um rachel had proven that doris was there if you listen there's a i hear i hear i was there okay i don't know what the time stamp was i mean and so the Do you thing remember about exactly what you said so she could find it? I believe it was when I said said that Rachel I said guess what the guess what the nurse's name was. And then I was like, No, <laughs> right. you're fucking kidding me, or whatever. Yeah, right. Oh, okay. Exactly. All right. I heard I was there. And that was uh, without earphones, and I'm half deaf too, so <laughs> And what is really bad about about these voices is the TV was shut off that night, yep. and there was nobody in this house but me and talking to you and the dogs. 
And of course, the dollars. <laughs> but uh, there's also, also another video that I have posted on Instagram and TikTok. Yep. Um, where I says, I, I believe it says lots of chatter or something like that. Or even there's one of the door that's posted on there that if you listen to the, the audio of my live from TikTok, yep. it sounds like I have a spirit box on. And huh. I didn't have a spirit box that night. That's oh, the audio. That's the actual audio from Indiana State Sanitarium. There's two different videos I know. One of them, I'm going up the stairs, and I said, where do you want me to go? And I'm like walking in a circle. And I hear, hey, hey, Ron. And then it says says my whole name, Ron Hakes. Um, you know, that's with no spirit box. Huh. Christina, so there's, what? I mean, oh. there's something about all of that that why they've chose me, I really have no idea. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to wrap my head around is you're definitely like you're a messenger. You're definitely being utilized to get out information. And it's it's. You know, right. I, I mean, I I mean, I I can see your I can see you have a blue a blue uh purple aura. So, you know, you do have a aura that surrounds you that is welcoming where they might feel that you are warm, that you are trustworthy. Um, you know, you do have that, like there is energy surrounding you that shows that you are like, I don't, I don't personally know you, but I, your aura says that you would be trustworthy. You're a loyal person that, I mean, they might, they might just feel that they can trust you with the information that they're showing you. Cause that's pretty wild. You know, there's no trace to what you, what you're seeing. You said there's no paper trail. Yeah. So, you, you know, who's going to believe, you know, the people that are going to believe you're going to believe you. The ones that want to stay skeptic will stay skeptic. But I mean, yeah, it's, you wouldn't believe the hate I got off them videos. Oh, um, I'm sure the, mm -hmm. the world's a cruel, cruel place. Just yeah, like we've all, all three of us, all four of us have said, actually, that it's, I trust the dead more than I trust the living. Exactly. Yeah. I'm more afraid yeah. of I'm more afraid of the living than I am the dead. Right. Well, Same. That's a, right. That's a god honest fact right there. Yeah. And that's not, you know, we're not the first four people to say that of, you know, in the paranormal world, I know lots of people who always say that, you know, I'm mm -hmm. much more scared of what happens in this in the real in the reality of my day-to-day -day than what I'm learning from the dead. And that's like the one thing, you know, like I feel like I learn something new on every investigation or every time I encounter a spirit. Definitely. It's never the same. No. No. Never the same. Uh I was um every video that I see from like all the same creators, like from Christina or Gina or uh 305 Paranormal. Um <laughs> Who else do I have on Instagram? Um, I can't think of any names, but all of it, the, like they they do a lot of like the same places, and every time it's a little bit different. Emily too, em Emily um, that I had on episode nine. All of her videos, like she gets different stuff every time from same places. 
you just yeah. you know everyone has their own gifts and every you know and the dead know some of them know more than what we realize and so when you have all these different people going and investigating the same locations you are going to get different pickups. Like that's the one special thing that I really like about our paranormal team. You know, I'm more clairvoyant where I'm feeling sensations. I'm seeing, you know, these are more my senses, but then you have Callie on my team who is very clear audience. She's getting immediate downloads, audibles in her ear right away. And sometimes I won't be able to like say them. I, I can't, I can only hear them. And she'll say what's in my head immediately, or she'll say what I'm feeling. And, you know, that's the, you know, when you have all these different kinds of people who have all these different gifts, it is possible that you're going to pick up, especially at those sanitariums. Um, there were so many people right. that went through those places. Right. Who there's, knows who's going to connect with who? Mm -hmm. Who's going to be drawn to who? There's, there's said to be over 4,000 deaths on that property. See, that's 4,000. Wow. That's a lot of trauma. That's that a, is a lot, lot of trauma. trauma. Yeah. I For mean, sure. that's why it's so active. And it is active. And, and it's, it seemed to, from what I've seen on the, uh, my friends that have went back there or went there watching their lives, it seems to have taken on a darker, I mean, more ominous type pre presentation now because it's it's not i mean it's not that it wasn't dark then right when i was there but now it's a lot darker you know it's there's something in control there and it controls all of them i wonder wow. if after like being all the like the spirits being stirred up from like people going and visiting and doing their investigations and whatnot. I Absolutely. wonder if like you, Absolutely. so Doris Absolutely. was basically the, the matriarch of this ritualistic thing uh, or right. cult, I guess you could call it. I wonder if her spirit had been awakened or whatever. And I wonder if that's why you got those dreams. That's a good possibility, but yeah. it was not shown through like her eyes or anything like that. It was right. another, completely another spirit, and it felt like it was a younger, younger man, younger male, that was showing me this. It was he never talked to me. It was like he right. would pump, you know, like wow, look, right. So you never saw who was trying to show you. You just felt their presence. I seen him, but there was no facial features. He had okay. black hair and he was short and he was younger. Do you, do you think maybe it was the son that was sacrificed? I don't know, honestly. I, I mean Was it that was it that small? Was he that small? Would you say? It was about about this size. Because yeah. the boy the boy in that I was shown in the dreams appeared to me as like an eight, nine year old boy. Okay. And the spirit that would was taking me and showing me this way, showing me these things. I mean, there was times that I would see two or three different scenarios at night. Uh -huh. in one dream. Shut up! The devil's like, hey, guys, why don't you bark so he can't tell you the story? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> let's, let's interrupt this. 
there was times where I would show was seen it would see two or three different scenarios in in the night, and then there was times I'd only see one. Yeah, you know, it was I. It was never, and it was never repetitive. Anything uh -huh. that I was shown was never never the same. Okay, I mean it went all the way from they had a fifteen hundred square or fifteen thousand square foot barn on that property. So you can imagine the livestock that they had in it. And I was shown they would take patients from the from the housing, the five-story building, take them out to that barn to have sex with the animals. Jesus Christ. Wow. And I had it's... seen this. Oh, I believe you. I do. Uh, me too. I mean... As, and like I said, as bad as it was, of course, it made me sick to my stomach. Right. Well, obviously. But, but being there, it was like I was watching it. I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it the right way without, you know, you thinking that I'm some, some kind of sick whatever. But <laughs> I wasn't scared while I was there is what I'm basically what I'm getting at. Right. You know, not that I was comfortable watching it, but. I don't know I anybody knew, that would be right. But I knew that it wasn't going to affect me other than seeing it. Right. Right. You know, and it, I, there was just so many things that I seen because I seen when the school, because when it was a tuberculosis hospital, they also or right as it was ending being a tuberculosis hospital. It was also a state school for, um, for lack of better words, bastard children, fatherless, fatherless children. Okay. okay. So basically it wasn't really a school. It was just somewhere to drop the children off and they weren't teaching them. So long, I believe, uh, I think it was a paranormal nightmare. I believe they investigated there and they had said something about it. Now where they found the information that I really don't know. But they said something about they were basically raising feral children. They weren't teaching them. So, and I seen a lot of that as well. You know, that I was shown that as well. Uh, as far as the number of deaths of the children that were there, I don't know. There's nothing. I couldn't find any documentation on it. Right. But when they went to repurpose it from a tuberculosis hospital, into the poor farm, they realized that, hey, they had a bunch of children that didn't know how to eat by themselves, didn't know how to go to the bathroom, clean clean themselves, none of that. So they actually dropped a little bit more money into that and started actually from what this from what this what is said anyway, I don't know any documentation on it. But supposedly it that school, which is no longer standing either, became the top school in Indiana for huh. as far as the grade point average or whatever. Oh, shit. Now, like I said, there's no documentation on that, but there, that's just what's said. Right. But I seen the way they were treated as well. And I don't know how it could have became a, you know, top rated school because they, they were treated horrible, chained to the bed and shit. And Jesus. 
I wonder if maybe they like uh, falsified documents. Oh, I guarantee they did. I yeah. guarantee they did. Because how did they how did they get away with so long of, of being open right. without you know without any kind of uh, disciplinary type write ups or anything? There's none to be found. I mean, I, you know, I feel like that's a big thing that we deal with with a lot of these locations and why a lot of them got shut down afterwards and why we hear about this. You know, they, they didn't want to deal with those. They, you know, as we call them, the bastard children or, you know, the ones that we don't want to deal with are, you know, they sent them away and they just weren't worried about what happened to them. They were being taken care of and no one had to worry about it. And I feel like we deal with that with a lot of these places right. and why they got shut down but when it comes to those documents i'm sure somebody went ahead and burned all of it down oh yeah be a trace of nothing i believe it not that at all i don't especially when before they sold the property off because the property was was sold off from the state to to the man that owns it now so i know they had to have went in and i mean there was of course there were still rooms and rooms of documents but yeah. there was nothing in, in any kind of a organization. They were in file boxes, paper right. file boxes. Right. Well, you leave a building set for as long as that place is set because it's set vacant from 1987 all the way up to it's still vacant. Right. You know? So, of course, the roofs are leaking. Floors are falling in. I mean, you know all that shit's ruined. Yeah. Right. You know? Which it was. I mean, they... The man that owns it now had had, I don't know if he's still doing it or not, but he, he was paying a company to come in and go through the documents and keep what's good and pitch what's not, you know, now how I'm not, I'm not saying anything bad about him or insinuating anything on him, but how are you serious? How in in depth he is and how it's all good sorry you don't have to apologize well i actually do i mean my luck <laughs> it's the politeness this is why they link <laughs> yeah christina i wanted to ask you do you get like a sense of any kind of attachment maybe i definitely feel like there's there's definitely i mean he's you've got wild energy like you're you've got energy that just is like surrounding you and i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing but i do think it might be why they are so attracted to you i don't know if it's like where it's like you know this something's attached attached but i definitely think that there's a bond that was made or something like that and the thing that, you know, we've been talking about it, I think Gina made a little bit of a real, you know, like we've been asking, why do we hear that certain spirits are found in different locations? Why do we hear that Marilyn Monroe is in one place, but she's also haunting another place? And you hear that about a lot of spirits that are well-known and well-seen. Mm-hmm. We, we are starting to think that maybe spirits that know that they can get around they go to what makes them feel comfortable. And I wonder if the person, or not the person, but the spirit that might be showing you these 
these dreams and showing you these images to have you get them out in whatever way maybe he just he likes you he trusts you he he feels that you're someone that should know the truth i don't you know i wasn't with you when you went but depending on maybe just how you were and how you held yourself when you were doing your investigation it might have showed like instilled something that this this spirit really appreciated that's that's quite possible i mean because while they were jumping I've never seen two big men jump as high as they did when, because when, when I was at, when that door was opening and closing for me, something, my thinks, my thoughts, something was trying to distract them because something hit a window in the back of the house. And of course it scared the hell out of them. I'm yeah. standing by the door still. I turn around and I'm looking, but I didn't jump. And of course, I'm standing by the door and they're freaking out because I'm standing by the door <laughs> and the door's moving. And, you know, and so that's quite possible. With, with yeah. What you're and yeah, that's the like, weird you thing know, is, is that when you were just saying that, I got like this big rush of, of a chill and my arms filled up with goosebumps. Yeah. Like, you know, like my grandmother didn't die with us. She didn't live in, she lived in New York. She mm-hmm. didn't die here. But and she's in your house all the time. She's in our house all the time she actually hasn't been in here for a couple weeks and found out that my cousin was getting into some trouble and i was like that's probably why she's she's been doing some overtime in a different area (laughs) but you know like but that you know my grandma didn't die here but she does stay in the house she is very active in the house she makes herself very aware i can see her most of the time she's just like here i am glad that you're on board with this now because like i mean like i can't even like stop it most of the time so you know i i do i really think that you know and i i feel like that's why like the stanley you know people who go to the stanley hotel now they say it's not as active as it used to be and i think that maybe that that luster is gone maybe the spirits don't hang out at the stanley that much anymore because there's not as many people going there as much it's not as visited as much it's not. And so I do things, you know, when I did my, um, I did that post on Moulin Rouge, mm-hmm. Moulin Rouge, it used to be a very big hotspot back in the day. Um, in the early 1900s, a lot of paranormal was documented um, up until like 1912. Um, and then someone died and then it like it broke off, but then they were seeing hauntings till 1948 and they haven't seen it since. And there was different things that had occurred, but they said that there it's been just, you know, the, the spirits just stopped. I don't know the reasons, you know, obviously I, I don't know why spirits decide to stop staying at one location than another, but I mean, you know, we make soul contracts when we come into this world, when we're born, at least right. like in my belief system, we make soul contracts to what we're going to do you make another soul contract when you get into that other realm. Like I, I always believe that the spiritual realm and the physical realm are like this close. They're not as far mm-hmm. as people think that they are. They're not this very abstract thing. I right. think that they're much closer and that's why we can see them. That's why they, we can see when, you know, when we have poltergeists and they start moving things and throwing things and getting violent and things like that. I, right. I do think that they're these intelligent spirits, the spirits that learn how to manipulate energy and 
and energy sources to get around. I do think that's real. I think maybe it's not necessarily attached to you that's going to cause you harm and make you sick, but maybe there was a trust there. There was a bond where they knew you're not as scared. You're not worried that something's going to happen to you there. You're there for the research. You're there for the paranormal research and understanding of what happened there. And maybe that's why you're being gifted seeing and i know that you know i say it that way obviously i know what you saw you saw horrific things Mm -hmm. but for you to be able to be seen the like being able to see these things it's a gift it's something that the spirit world is giving you to show you yeah it kind of like makes me think that maybe um maybe he kind of like the spirit that was showing him things maybe it he has kind of like sort of become a spirit guide because you can, you get your spirit guides throughout your life. It's yep. not your spirit guides don't just come to you when they're right. with you through your entire life. They're come, they come in different aspects of your life. That's a great point, Kevin. And I think a lot of people don't realize, and I think a lot of people don't realize that your spirit guides are not always your loved ones from this lifetime. People who have right. reincarnated, you might have, ancestral ties that you have absolutely no idea about and then like you said as you go through your spiritual journeys you're always going to end up you know when the time comes you're going to pick up guides you know we're always going through different life changes we never know when some you know you're going to have a life-changing event occur right and like um and it's not necessarily a spirit that may have been a person either right um like i did my first reiki healing um a couple weeks ago and she told me that i had a spirit guide that looked like a tree oh so that I was pretty that interesting right <laughs> no i believe i believe that I, I, yeah i wholeheartedly believe that yeah i mean i do and i understand that as well i mean i have have crystals all over in front of me i have I had just a shit ton of crystals right here. Wait, I got my whole room. I've got my whole crystal business is in this one room all over the place. I have so many crystals surrounding right. me on a regular basis. I know this is getting off the subject, but I wanted to show you this. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've seen the video. Of, of yes, this. I was watching your video with your music box. But it has no battery. What? Wow. And it doesn't matter if it's open or closed. There is no backup battery in it. That is that is the battery plug. If I've got this near this table, this is proof that um, crystals have power. Uh-huh. Because as you see, there's no battery in it. Nowhere. Yeah. Well, there's this whole thing that um, there's free energy just out there waiting to be tapped. Like we don't like we pay for you know these electric companies and whatnot when we can literally provide electricity for our own houses without them. Like there's like the earth itself is just so much untapped potential yeah 
and like and there's people that know and they're not sharing it or they're not letting us know or they don't want us to know whatever whatever you may believe kevin you know something i you've we've talked about the earth and like you know how you love earth like so much in this little bit of time that might be why your spirit guide is a tree That's like a good you, point. you really like you've talked about it now twice in the in the hour in a little bit an hour and fifteen minutes that we've been talking. Like you said, no, see now my dogs are going off. <laughs> 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 I have we have a six month old uh, German Shepherd puppy. Oh yeah, she's wild. I bet <laughs> she's wild. But I, I think that's why you have a, a spirit guide that might look like a tree because you you love the earth. Right. That makes sense. It makes sense. She uh she told me that I needed to um combine all the elements. And she said she also said that um my connection with spirit, the mm-hmm. to the heavens or whatever she spent a lot of time around my head she said it's not severed but it's dim and so your she was saying chakra. huh your crown chakra she's yes that's, on that's what she said the crown she said your, crown, you went, your crown's not severed pressure. but it's dim yeah so yeah there was a couple times where she like she was touching me a lot she asked well she asked first she's like are you going to be all right if i touch you and i was like yeah it's fine um but um there was a couple times where she would have her hands on me and she would say i mean we she would she was like i get this feeling about you for this and that blah 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 blah." but there was a couple times where i just i would be sitting there and she would have her hand on me at some point it was usually when she was lower like it was either my feet or my abdomen and like all of a sudden I just got tears like I wasn't crying um, my eyes were just watering right like, and I just like kind of like vibrated first too like it's I the just, body like, releasing <laughs> itself yeah, yeah. that it was your body releasing it's interesting that it was your feet and your and like near your abdomen so that would be dealing with your root chakra which we go back to that grounding how you have to like combine the elements yeah and then your sacral and your solar plexus which is your power source deals with everything that you do it deals with your self-doubt it deals with your self-confidence it deals with your inner power and your inner child wounds um and so that i mean i will tell you because like as a reiki healer that is the most common area that you're that I typically work on people a lot of people will always have kind of this every once in a while will have yellow in their auras and that usually is when they're dealing with issues of self-confidence I don't know if I'm making the right choices I'm not sure if I've been making the right life path decisions and if I'm going in the right direction Um, a lot of people are always worrying about that stuff and so a lot of us are that's a big area that reiki healers will always deal with yeah it's usually in the solar plexus area and the abdomen the crown though that's interesting i feel like you're not tapping into something that you should be yeah that i feel the same way um i w- was discussing so when you were on last time i was discussing that that both me and my sister are fire signs and you had said um 
like because Tanya would write something down and then burn it. And you said that's probably why she felt like a release and stuff. And I didn't do any of my fall fires this year. Oh. So I usually have a fire a couple, almost every weekend oh, no. in the fall. And I'll just sit there in front of a fire. What? Why didn't you do it this year? Any well, reason? I don't have early? this year. I don't have a fire pit. Okay. So I haven't, I haven't created one. And I don't know. I just felt like I had a lot of stuff going on. And I feel like my job is kind of like uh, dimming me a little bit. It's kind of hindering a lot of my. Um, Go. Um, Go. My self work. I Go Because like. I'm so tired. I'm tired all the time. I work 12 yeah. to 14 hours every day. Sorry. I definitely think that you sh you could use like a. Like a, I'm glad you did the Reiki because I'm sure that helped clear up some energy that was stagnant in the body. Yeah. So it's all good. It's all good, Ron. But um, but that's those are good observations and like maybe like on the New Year, like I always. I like to do certain things on the New Year's. I, like one thing I do, I like to do, uh, I call them a smoke cleanse. I put like certain things, dried oranges and fur from Christmas trees and all that. And I do this uh, New Year's burn and uh, you should do something like that. Even though you don't yeah. have a fire pit, get something where you can make just yourself a little fire um, yeah. just to close out the year and start fresh on the new one the observations that you're having within yourself is you're noticing that certain things that had brought you joy, you know, you haven't been doing them and it's, it's kind of affecting yourself. I went through the same thing. Um, in October, I wasn't, it was, you know, my favorite month and I wasn't feeling as witchy and, you know, I hadn't been doing my full moon rituals for the last three months. I hadn't been doing my manifestation stuff. I wasn't doing any of that stuff. And my therapist was like, why aren't you doing it? And I just didn't, feel up for it mm -hmm. and so I had to find different ways I had to figure out what are going to be the new ways that are going to help me go forward maybe it's not supposed to be those fire pits but maybe you have to create a new thing to make you get the same feeling right right I do have I do have like a bonfire pile out in my yard right now <laughs> <laughs> it's like I it's so dry I could just throw a match out there and I'm sure it would catch but Oh man. I mean I also have snow, so all right, we don't have any of that. It's gonna be cold on Christmas though. It's supposed to get down to the thirties or something. Oh my god, the thirties. I know. I thought it was supposed <laughs> to be like eleven degrees. I was like, oh my goodness. It's eight degrees here today. <laughs> oh my god. What degrees? Eight. Eight. Um, oh. I think this morning uh. it started out at fifteen here. And right now, right now, I will tell you in two seconds what it is by my thermometer. Okay. If I can fucking find it, because it's here. It's 72 degrees right now in Florida. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 30 degrees here. It's 30 degrees here right now. Oh yeah, and we we didn't participate tomorrow. in fall this year. We did not. Florida said I'm not participating. <laughs> it's been so warm. I can't even tell you. My friend was 
catching tiger. She caught a tiger shark off the shore of Port wow. St. Lucie. And I was like, you know, the waters are warm when there's tiger sharks that close to the shore in Florida. They're oh, not supposed for to be sure. down this way right now. I couldn't believe it. For sure. But I want to go on an investigation now that I've been talking to all of you guys that do this stuff. <laughs> I want to go to the Indiana State Sanitarium. Like that's I really want to go there now. It's I guarantee it's it's absolutely insane. And I don't mean that in a fun way. It's it just insane. <laughs> it's just insane. <laughs> it was for me anyway. I mean I've watched quite a few people go back to the Indiana State Sanitarium. And it just seems like every time they go, it's it gets darker. Yeah, your voice has changed. My voice changed? Yep. Really? Do you guys hear yeah, that? It is a little different. I was noticing yeah. that when he first started. Yeah, yeah, it's like a different like tone, and it's kind of like scratchy. Nothing that I did. I, I mean... I mean, I know you haven't touched your phone from what I've seen. Yeah, no. seriously. <laughs> no. Do you hear that, Tanya? I do, yeah. I did notice the difference in the audio. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm. So Ron was on another podcast. Okay. okay. And the guy, the podcast host of, of it, um, what is it? Let's Get Freaky podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah, I thought about it. Yeah. So he actually noticed that Ron he had he noticed Ron was having voices surrounding when he was talking about the in Indiana State Sanitarium. And he I guess he from what Ron had told me, he called it out too in the middle of it. What were you guys live, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean he was recording, but it right, wasn't right. live. But oh, it wasn't live. Me. He actually stopped me mid-sentence and said, hey, you know, did you turn your phone up or did you, would you turn your phone down? And and I turned the phone down and it seemed to go away for a minute. Then it came right back. Uh-huh. And he said, well, you know, try turning it down again. So I turned it down again and it didn't, didn't make a difference. It wouldn't go away. So I started talking about Post Town Elementary and the audio went fine. You know, I was talking about my investigation at Post Town Elementary, and I had no problem with the audio. Uh-huh. And I said, I want to try something just just to see. Because I had, I had brought up being on your podcast and the voices coming in and and him him noticing that there was voices on his as well. So I said, I want to try something. And I said, Indiana State Sanitarium. And as soon as I said that, there was a follow-up voice right behind me on his podcast. He is not, he is supposed to be getting timestamps and he's not even released it yet. It's not been oh, wow. downloaded yet to, for anybody else to, to be, to hear or whatever. Right. So he had me back on again and he added it. So yeah. Second recording with him to the first recording. Okay. And he's supposed to send me a copy of it along with like little clips if he catches anything yourself. Yeah. Because I guess he's going to go over it with earphones on or whatnot. 
Yeah. Which, like I said, my earphones won't stay charged. So. Well, on that note, I will say that while you were talking two times, my screen flicked off. Really? Yeah. When you were going through the whole entire story. Yeah. There was two different instances where it was, I mean, it wasn't like off and then I was like, but it flicked real quick, just like, like that. And then. I was just like, what the fuck was that? Because, I mean, I got lights on. I got Christmas lights over here. And, like, the lights on my um, soundboard and my camera didn't do anything. It's just the screen. Uh, two, two times. Just flickered. I, and did you hear? Nothing. Yeah. Did you hear his audio change while he was talking, too? What do you mean? Well, Just, okay. like, like, a couple of minutes ago? Yeah, while he was yeah. in the middle of talking, the audio became more distinct, but it also sounded deeper. Like, um, so it was his voice, but it also sounded like an underlying, like, demonic voice almost to me. And then, like, it kind of fluctuated between like that and then like oh. the the scratchy audio. Yeah, and then it kind of went evened out back to normal. Yeah, well, I noticed it coming back to normal, but I didn't notice. Um, it's actually all that. I, that really doesn't make sense, honestly. I mean, not that I'm questioning you, right? But the phone, the phone is a new Galaxy S10, so, and I, I've not had it long, so it shouldn't shouldn't be anything on my phone, right? Know. I mean, your voice sounds completely normal. I was gonna say, I was, yeah, no, it's fine. I was like, now he's <laughs> completely normal. That's crazy. Do 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 do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's all I can say is there's got to be something that I'm not telling, or I'm not saying it right, or I don't know. I need to go back to Indiana State Sanitarium. You should. You yeah, should. I think you do. I mm -hmm. I have a question for you, Ron. When was the last time you had a drink? Oh, see, I went there in December, December fourteenth of last year. So I think it was the beginning of March. Of at least of Indiana State Sanitarium, anyway. Right. Like, so it was like just like a two month block. Yeah. Of time, you'd say. Yeah. And it was almost every night. Wow. Almost and it was every different night. every night? Every night. When you were in every dream, was it always from the same point of view? Did you, did you ever feel like it was like different people showing you things? No. Or just it one? Was always, it was always just the one. same person. And it was always like I was just like off to the corner watching it, you know. And like I was telling him that one day I seen seen her when she actually walked through me. It that was that was the first time it actually at that it happened because she was talking, walking down the hallway. I'm in the hallway of the the housing, which was actually the. I don't know what the hell they they consider that um, building. It's the five story building that they actually had the insane people in, uh, whatever the building was. But anyway, she's walking down the hallway, talking to another nurse, and just before she gets to me, and it's like I wanted to move, but I couldn't move. Mm -hmm. Just before she gets to me, she looks at me and then walks right through me. Wow! Did she make eye contact with you? I swear she did. 
if she did, she did not, you know, she didn't make it clear that she made eye contact. Right. I right, see right. her eyes anyway. I know that. Right. I was looking dead at her face and she walked right straight through me. And it was like I couldn't move the whole time. Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't avoid it. I couldn't do anything after she walked through me. She just wow. walked through me. Wow. I I agree with Kevin. I think you have to go back. Yeah. Sure. Well, there's got to be something that I've not seen or. Right. Like there's something missing from the puzzle. Like there's something that you don't know. Right. All right. I feel well, the same way. I was supposed to go back October 31st and things happened. Life happened. Um, I know I'm no longer part of SC Paranormal, so that I, that's the reason why I didn't get to go back. Um, of no fault of my own, but that's the way it goes. Right. But, and then at, I'm at the point right now, at, as we had talked before, Kevin, I broke my back and I'm not working, not employed oh, right now. So, right. And when we rented that place in December, it was like $600 to run it from six o'clock at night till six o'clock in the morning. That's well, a pretty penny. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty penny. Sure is. It's, it's more now. It's over, it's over a thousand now. Jesus. Wow. Gina was just saying that we were just talking about uh, the St. Augustine Lighthouse. They've had a night tour. They'd only do a few of them though a month. Yep. So she wanted to go in February for her birthday, and she's like, it's usually the first week, so I'm, I'm planning that's that week. And they put up the dates, and it's not. So she's like, okay, you know what, we'll do the old jail. The old jail used to be like a $50 investigation. It's now $150. Wow. And it's not wow. even that great. And I don't, we're like, <laughs> what? Like, I know there's inflation, but you went from 50 to 150 and you haven't changed anything to that tour, you're crazy. Inflation, bro. Inflation. Well, it's because everybody's seeing it. You know, everybody's seen what happened there. Now they want to go there. And, that too. That too. Greed. Greed is taking over. And I think that's another reason why Indiana State, State Sanitarium seems like it's gotten darker because greed is actually powering it. Yeah. Yeah. Greed, greed can be a powerful... Uh, powerful source for this shit i feel like because yeah. greed greed will lead you to do things that you might not have otherwise and I, you know, yeah and I don't right exactly to, i don't mean to interrupt you but i don't mean that in any way to bad mouth people that are running indiana state sanitarium no, right right of course right no no that yeah you do not mean it that but way. you with the with the fact that you've gone and it's getting darker and darker there's something fueling that, you know, yeah. there's something fueling the darkness Absolutely. that it's that's lying over it. So it could Absolutely. very much be greed. I mean, that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. I mean, you know, and it, and then another thing too, like, like you were talking about with spirits, because I believe there is no, there is no space and time in the spirit realm right. and right. or distance, you know? So I think, that a lot of the people that are going there are have either brought something with them or they're trying to stir shit up because that bringing, shit happens exactly because they know a little bit about their history there yep. and they're conjuring it bringing it back yeah you know? i be i believe that there's that's a big there's thing crazy people out there that there is 
Yeah, they'll go we, there just to try and like probably do out. their own kind of like rituals. Their own rituals. Yeah. I was about to say that, Kevin. We were at this. We went to the Devil's Tree today. That was the second time we've been to the Devil's Tree, and oh. we know there is record that shows that there have been satanic groups that have gone out there doing ritualistic stuff. And this time around, you know, we didn't venture in the woods around it last time because it took us an hour to find the tree. Yeah. This time, you know, it took us ten minutes to get to the tree. And we end up doing the areas surrounding it. And uh, we found like an altar, like a, a cement altar wow. in the woods. And then we found other cement blocks and the other that looked like it could have been to a building or a cabin. And like that area, like it used to just be woods. Like now there's this huge neighborhood that was built on top of what was woods. And you have this little park, uh -huh. but this used to be all woods and so when you said when we found this altar i can't wait for us to post it like we just i mean i was i got dropped off at my car at like five o'clock to get home for this like <laughs> we were just there since like one o'clock and we found that altar and callie got an audible during an evp session that said that not only did good things happen but bad like there's been bad things and good things like so i think that other light workers like us like you know i went in there with my palo santo i we bring our we uh we I planted different crystals in the, you know, I leave offerings and do Palo Santo cleanses, not really sage cleanses, but just to bring positive energy. We brought a poinsettia today and we planted it and we ended up, we had a millimeter sitting that didn't really have any spikes the whole time we're there. We plant, we asked, you know, is it okay if we go ahead and we didn't want to leave the plastic in the thing. So we were, we made a little hole and put a poinsettia there. And we asked like, is it okay if we leave you your flowers and we leave you the poinsettias? And so we just made a little hole, put the poinsettias in there. And the minute that we did that, we were packing up, we get the millimeter and we had crazy spikes on the flowers and the energy was a lot lighter. And I think that the girls that are stuck there were really thankful because we, we went there asking more questions like are you happy that it's the holidays did you like christmas did you celebrate hanukkah do you know it's the the fifth day of hanukkah like we were asking questions that were more geared towards the holidays instead of asking about their deaths and right. serial killer and all that but we did find an altar today and it was heavy the the energy on it was not exactly pleasant when we first found it so that is a case, you know, not everyone wants the best. Not everyone wants to bring just love and light and, you know, find out about what happened to these people and maybe help some move on. That's not what everyone's intentions are. Some people found out this serial killer in the 70s killed 35 something, you know, 35 or so girls, tortured them, buried them, did all kinds of things and have an altar. And I mean, this altar is a hundred feet 150 feet from the tree wow and they got that thing set up right there with cement like it's cement blocks like wow. and it's right there by the tree and so and it's documented like it's it's said like with there is actual documentation that there have been satanic rituals and and people that have tried to conjure that kind of energy so like even with that, like, so you can't tell me that there aren't bad, not, I'm not going to say bad, but you're not going to say there aren't dark people with dark intentions going into some of these places, mm -hmm. stirring stuff up. It's definitely a possibility. Well, exactly. They're after the wild moment. They're not after the, 
actual history there after, oh, look, the door moved, you know, yeah. or, oh, look, you know, the paper just flew across the room. You yeah. know, it's like, wow, you know, yeah. not why did it happen, but it happened. Right. right. Like there, there's people, I guarantee you, there's people that go to a lot of these places just to conjure anything. They do. They do. And like, you know, we had Arnie with us, our newest member. He came with us for this round of the devil's tree and it wasn't as active as the last time. And we, you know, we can, we can, you know, ask why, you know, we had a male spirit this time. Last time it was just the three of us girls. And we had so many girl voices coming through on the Estes. So many voices of just females today we me and Callie were doing a double estus arnie ended up pulling up and going ahead and pulling on his headphones and i kept getting this dark very like grizzly man voice going move move and like and gina told me she's got it on video because all three of us at some point were saying move and i didn't know gina had come up to me at any point but i had she had come up to me then she went to Callie, and i the minute she got in front of ty i said move away get back and so like there was there was this manly voice that was there and I don't know if it's because we had Arnie and we had this this other voice there but mm. you know you never know what you're going to get you don't know who's right. going to come through Were you able to recreate that picture? I was trying to recreate the picture with the face and yeah. you know it does not I really think that might actually be a real face because I even got into the same angle uh-huh. And it just does not make the same look. And it, you know, I mean, I took it from all angles. Uh, and Callie's like, girl, that there's really that thing in the back of your photo. And I was like, yeah, there is. And it kind of looks like this. Yes. That, and that's, I had a, you know, that was my first post, right? That was the first post I posted for Witchy Paranormal. Yep. And one of my first followers messaged me and was like, do you see that there's a spirit behind you like do you and he's got a knife in his hand and I was like I never noticed that I go it wasn't clear to me at first when I was like you know that wasn't what I focused on and then I see it and I was like oh my god and I got yeah. you know, I messaged the girls I'm like do you see this because I just had you know a follower say this and like and that's and that's what it looks like and yeah. I couldn't I couldn't recreate the photo like they're just wow I now really think that that is it might be our man. That might be the spirit. Th- that might be Gerard. Like that's what I think it is. Because he's uh, got that knife. Like it really is. <laughs> like yeah, I was telling, I was telling Tanya, Tanya. I well, I showed her the picture, and she's like, "I don't see it. I don't see it." I was yeah. like, "It's right there, like literally with the outline of her head. There's the face." And I was like, <laughs> like that. "Yeah, like it took her it, a second, but when, she saw if you're, it. It, yeah. it took me a second. Like I, if if it wasn't, I you know, I posted it thinking like, here's a good, you know, it was like." my second investigation third investigation like here we go and no like i mean i had i was like oh my gosh did you guys see this and so yeah i was trying to recreate it and yeah i didn't i didn't get it i didn't get that same face i tried all kinds i mean i just we did a shared album and i sent it was like 75 photos and 42 videos and i was just like i we took so much footage today and it wasn't that active. It just wasn't a very active night, uh, an active day. And sometimes that happens, but yeah. that's like, that's where I was going with that. I was trying to figure out what, how did I get on the top of this? A lot of these people in the paranormal world, you know, they want to be the next ghost hunters. They want to be the next 
BuzzFeed Unsolved and, you know, they want to have their, their channels and all that. And, you know, that's great. You know, I love my Instagram. I love posting what I have, but you know, like we're not focused on, you know, I, I don't have anything about against people going live, but like, that's like the last thing I'm thinking about is going live. I've got my videos going. When we set up the camera, I love that because then it's like in live time and we can go ahead and see what's been going on. But, you know, like we're not trying to profit off of this. We're not trying to go there to like, yes, we all have Instagrams and we all are sharing what we're doing, but you know, we're not here trying to get famous necessarily off of it. Every time you go to an investigation, you're not always going to have crazy, amazing things happen. Right. You know, that's just not the reality of it. Some nights are more active than others. And that's the, you know, when you start going to the same places like that, you know, with, with like our events that we do, you see, you know, you see the difference and you can do the follow-up questions and you can see, you can tell when there's something agitating them. Sometimes, you know, we have different guests that come on these tours with us. And sometimes there's certain guests they don't like, you know, we've had, um, we have someone who's, you know, light skin on our team and we get, you know, the N word. We've had the N word come through on an Estes. We've had other derogatory what? things come through that, you know, when you you have to think about the time periods of the place, you know, going back to what Ron said with the history. Right. When you look at some of these places, you you know, there was one place where I don't remember what we might have been at the Cromarty. I don't remember where we were, but all of our phones. None of our devices were going off, but we noticed that they were draining all of our phones and all of our phones died that night. Whoa. Never has ever happened, but all of our phones died. And we said, they probably have never seen a phone. They've never, they don't know what that device is. So they want to see what it is. And they drained all of them. We had no, we ended up not having cameras. Lincoln. I mean, we, had, we went there with full batteries. So you just never know, you, you right. know. Yeah. I agree. That's the way it was at Indiana State Sanitarium. I had a, a charge pack for my phone. It wasn't this phone. It was another phone. But I had a charge pack on the, for it. The battery packs, you know, that, that you can yeah. buy. Walmart's got them, you know. Yeah. And you can get four charges, four, four full charges right. yeah. on a phone with one battery pack. And I was going through them things like they were water that night. And I could not keep my phone charged. Yeah. We've had like, the first time I did the Redland Hotel in Homestead. That's what I had to keep my phone on the charger. And like, luckily, you know, we were staying overnight, you know, it was fine, but it just kept draining the phone. And sometimes that's what happens sometimes because like they they're very interested in what is this device? What are yeah. you? And then some of them, you know, with the Cromartie house, I personally thought it was they don't want they think that spirit is so nasty sometimes draining the phone so we can't capture anything right exactly like he's so nasty you know he's such an asshole sometimes and i do i think sometimes because i mean they just drain the phones and then you're like okay now you're waiting and then you're going through your packs because Callie, Callie has one of those portable batteries and that drains just as much too yeah yep. so i had a, a one 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 time we went to Post Town Elementary three different times. And one, the first time we were there, I had went outside and was taking pictures with a digital camera, you know, with a memory card. And I just bought this 64 gigabyte or whatever the hell it was. The phone. For that reason, 
brand new, you know, no, no pictures on it, no nothing. I went outside and I took a picture of the front of the school. It had the pillars like the old uh, colonial style pillars going up yeah. and at the peak they come out. Well, up in the peak, there was a coat of arms in the dead center up there. And, and it was nighttime. Well, there was a light in that coat of arms. And I seen it and I took a picture of it. Now, I had no problem with that with that phone. I, I took, I don't know how many pictures, probably 18, 20 pictures before that and had no problem. You know, you take the picture, it shows you the picture, okay, then it stores it. Well, I took that picture of that, that light up there and I it showed me the picture and it supposedly stored it. Well, as I was walking back into the school, I started going to review them and it wiped out that memory card. Oh, I, I think you told me, no, this is never mind. This is a different story. I was going to say, yeah, you told me about that one, but no, this is a different story, but that's still crazy. It completely wiped out that brand new memory card. As a matter of fact, I still got the memory card laying here on the desk and I can't, I can't do anything with it. Oh, I can't even goodness. reformat it. It won't let me reformat it. I'm telling you, and it's, you know, those like unexplainable things, but like sometimes like I really do think that they happen because they don't want the information out there. Right. Like, I'm, right, I'm right. Like, seriously like sometimes, and that's why, you know, like, so, you know, I, I, I tell people all the time, you know, you put out the energy that you put out there, but sometimes like, even when you're, you know, you're, you know, doing everything that you're supposed to, you know, there was one time I was just doing, we were doing questions of Anestis and I wasn't trying to prov be provoking in any way. And, you know, something ended up starting to happen. And I was like, oh man, I think he thinks I provoked it because we started getting a big energy shift. You don't know. Like you just, we don't, we don't know what's going to not be okay. Even when we're being polite. And so I, I really think that those things happen because they don't want us exposing it oh, yeah. I, I don't doubt that I at believe all. it which and, you know uh, I completely get it you know uh -huh. I feel like we're the same way I feel like you know like oh I don't want this to get out let me just get rid of this right now <laughs> you know right so <laughs> I don't yeah know. you open that door along with bad or along with good comes bad oh yeah for sure for absolutely and that's, you know, when I was starting this, you know, started out as a paranormal investigator this year, and I've, I've always wanted to, like, you know, everyone that I had told, like, oh, yeah, I'm on a team. And they're like, this is what you've wanted to do for like 10 years. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. The thing is, you know, I've now dived into areas that I, I used to be like very against, so, like doing the Ouija board with Callie. That oh, was out of my realm. That was something that I would never have done in, you know, five years ago, maybe two years ago. But this board that she's got, that it's got this amazing energy. And when we work with it, we get these really wild connections between the two of us. And so, but, you know, I had people being like, you know, that's really dark. You know, you got to be careful. And I was like, you know something? I used to be that way and I avoided it. But to have, to have light, you have to have dark and you, you have to have the balance. And I do think that there's 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 a difference like I definitely think there's a difference of using things to conjure spirits and another way to communicate with spirits and they're yeah. not the same thing and I think that I'm learning that as I continue with paranormal research like what's the difference of what is 
metaphysical and maybe a little bit dark and even right. maybe a little bit witchcraft but and what's more paranormal research and what where are we finding things right it's all intent exactly bingo exactly. yeah go, go, in, go in pissed about the gas it costs you to get there you're going to get negative all right and that you know we we've t i think we talked about it on the last time when the night that i got sick by the spirit the energy was very different than the last three times we had been the last three times that i had been there the energy was it, it was active but it was not negative that night that we got locked in the house mm -hmm. there was a very troubling energy before we even started the and the investigation everyone was a little agitated the group wasn't all really coerced like coerced together like there was a difference and i do think that stuff can manipulate the investigations like when the energy is not there mm -hmm. it's not there it's you know and you have to trust you know when to pull out of something right wholeheartedly. yeah wholeheartedly all right, guys. So we're at two hours. Wow. So not that I don't want to talk to you anymore, but that's a, it's a long show. That's a long show. It, it was it, it was fun. I'm going to oh, yeah. say that. I'm excited sure. to watch back. I'm excited to go and look at the timestamps that Tanya got on the last Me too. one with you guys. I'm I excited to do a listen back. And I think what I'm going to do is I have headphones. I, I ordered them for Amazon because I was I was hoping to have them for the Estes for today, but I had to use Gina's. So yeah. I have headphones on the way. So once they get yeah. here, I'm probably right. going to listen to it back with some headphones and see if I can get anything else. Yeah, I'm right. definitely going to listen to it back as well. Right. I mean, and also I have a have a, another lady, um, New England Haunt, I guess is is her name. She's she's interested in listening to the the audio as well. Is this the um? Hold on a sec. Is this the lady you told me about? Yes, sir. Amelia Amelia Busey. Yeah. She um, is. Your uh, medium friend too. I messaged her. Simply Sally or her? Oh, for his. Uh yeah, Ron Ron's Ron. medium friend. I messaged her, but I, she hasn't. Uh, gotten back to me yet i will get the message to her because i do moderate for her on tiktok so right. i talk to her almost daily i do talk to her daily Ron? i didn't i didn't see yeah oh, it's a little blurry but haunted haunted or new england haunt or something like that yeah yeah amelia Busey. she's in yeah, she is. She's phenomenal with the stuff that she does. I mean, and she's she's got it. She's taking an interest into it and wanted to go through it and see what she could find as well. Okay. So now that I've got timestamps, I mean, that's definitely going to help. Okay. Yeah. I was I'm looking at her that. LinkedIn and I saw that she wrote a book. Yes. I want to. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna um, try and uh, obtain one and. Uh, read it because i like to read books i especially like to read books and when it's warm out and i have my hammock set up and i'll sit outside <laughs> read right. a book right so yeah she's she's just the thing she does 
she's not only into paranormal, she's into cryptids and UFOs and yeah, UAPs. So I see that. I see that. She is amazing the shit that she does. I All think right. I follow her, I'm pretty sure. Because I was like, I'm pretty that name sounds so familiar, and she is really good. I'm pretty sure I follow her. Oh, she she transferred transformed one of her rooms in her home into an apothecary. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, just what she did is awesome. Nice. Yeah, she is she's amazing. She is and it, you know, and that's what really surprised me is she she took an interest in, to where she would give me the time of day to even go over it. You know, it's like, yeah. really? Wow. You're like, okay, yeah. She's got a lot of yeah. followers. She does. She's very yeah. popular. <laughs> she, I mean, she's always busy. She seven days a week. She's yeah. always doing something. Yeah. You know, and for her to give me time, that is to me that's... is the biggest gift that you know. Right. Yeah. A lot of people thrive to be busy. They just they love being busy. They love having something to do constantly. So that's yeah. my that's my life. I'm I am always busy between all my little hobbies, <laughs> all my things. Right. And with so, Christmas, I mean, that was my Etsy. I was I had three weeks. I was like, all right, I just I have to get all these packages out by the 18th. And I just I I was I think I went to the post office like four to five times out of the week for the yeah. last three weeks. That's crazy. Yeah. Work, work, work. I can't. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. <laughs> no. I mean, hobbies are good to have. So, I mean, I have them. I, I'm working on my house and I got work and then I'm doing shit that I like to do. But um, I'm apparently I'm not doing enough of the things that I like to do. So <laughs> I got to do that more. <laughs> but anyways, so I will bid you an adieu. Um, if you guys want to follow Christina, she's at Witchy Paranormal on Instagram. Uh, you want to plug your Etsy and whatnot? Oh yeah, sure. Just in case nobody has, unless, and just in case they haven't seen episode eight. Yes. I, you want to put it in the chat? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it will record it in the chat. I know. I'll, I'll tell you. So it's uh, with Christina and that's Christina with a K dot Etsy dot com. And uh if you go to Witchy Paranormal, I do have the link up there to it. Perfect. So last been- time you were on, we did the um the subtitle. Oh and, yeah. And when it the recording when it um um it, when it, it uploaded it didn't they, take. Yeah, no, it wasn't there. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> Um, so, and if you guys want to ro- follow Ron and for his, all, all his stuff, he's got, he's, um, at grave evidence on Instagram and TikTok. Yes, sir. Yes. I just started following your TikTok yesterday. I was on a hole yesterday. I was like, <laughs> <"Down."> <laughs> Do you guys have any, uh, closing statements you'd like to make? I... Just, thanks for having us exactly that's what i was just going to say it was a pleasure to meet you ma'am yes so nice to finally get to meet put the face to the name right exactly <laughs> yeah exactly i know i, I, know, post I a lot of random random shit on instagram but you know same but you know it's good and that's like the one thing the people that i've met so far just in the short six months of doing this has been so rewarding 
it's been really great the one like the people that I've gone to meet and I love your page I, I always see what you got going on so when he said oh yeah like you know I did an episode with Graham Evans I'm like I know who that is like I, <laughs> I follow him yeah. Yeah, that's what her message back to me was was like I'm pretty sure I have him on Instagram I was like I follow him it was nice was to meet you excited. as well He's talking yes. to you, Tanya. Yes, I realized that. <laughs> yeah, it was nice to meet you. I'm Even sorry though you hadn't to... talked much. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah you suck. Over for me. Yeah, I don't know. I do. No, worse, no so. you've been a wonderful assistant. You got our timestamps. You've yep. been awesome. Amazing. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. I'm very grateful because I did not have the time to do that. <laughs> yeah, so, me either, but I did it. You didn't have the time to do that? No, I was up late last night doing that really see see the more you know great (laughs) (laughs) this concludes our broadcast day click because in the end none of us have very long on this earth And if you're ever distressed, cast your eyes to the summer sky, when the stars are strung across the velvety night, and when a shooting star streaks through the blackness, turning night into day, make a wish.